0: Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Who was here last Sunday? Just give me a little wave. This isn't a test. Just check in to see. And uh, heard uh, some of the things we talked about last week around family values. And um, we talked about some scriptures that we will be reminded of a bit this morning. This morning is going to be interactive. Okay, it's going to be a bit of interaction. And uh, it's going to be fun, it's going to be interesting. Unlike other Sundays, no, I don't mean that at all. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interactive. It's going to be interesting. And um, we're going to continue to talk about our uh, family values. And uh, last Sunday, we talked particularly about the church in the Bible, some of the verses that we read that we'll look at today, and how the church were expectant, how the church were eager and early. Was anybody here, Did anybody here use Sarah Jones's system of not being late this morning just look at that love just want you to know as well the seeds are doing well everything's okay um there's been a lot of prayer that's gone into those seeds this week everything's all right. annie was very concerned when she popped round on friday but you can ver- verify that annie the seeds are well because sarah put the lord first the seeds are fine so it was a very in joke for last sunday wasn't it um but uh, it was it was great to do that. So the church being expectant, the church being eager, the church coming to church being ready, being generous, which we are incredibly generous, and being welcoming, which I believe we are also incredibly welcoming. And we shared those things not because there's big big issues, but just to remind ourselves of the culture of the values that we uphold. And um, and so when we considered our, our family values, we we talked a bit about that. And and I. I believe this, that we're not just here because we happen to share a similar postcode. We're we're together because we are in the area together, that there is a geographical kind of proximity, but our connection is much more than that. And I also believe this, our connection is even more than our faith in Jesus and our reliance on the Holy Spirit and our understanding of who we are as God's people. There's something even more profound for us in this local church. And I shared last Sunday about, for Sarah and I, our our family, and that when we got married, we started to create together a culture and values that were important in our home, and as children were added to our family, they became immersed in those values and in that culture, so that as a family, there are many, multiple, great families, and I believe, and we believe in the importance of family. But for us, we have our culture, we have our values, And our children have grown up in that. And it's produced something in them. It's in their DNA. And as I look across the church here, our heart is that we share the same DNA. That we're after the same thing. That the the things that matter to us are shared. And they make us united and join together and cause us to go after everything God has for us. It's why we put so much emphasis on rock solid. Understanding our personal Christian foundations. It's why we run belonging which is an introduction to the church and our corporate values. It's why we do welcome people into the church as elders, because as elders, we want to know who we are responsible before God for. This is no small thing. Amos says, how can two walk together unless they're agreed? And so this is our local expression of the great and wonderful Ecclesia, the church of Jesus Christ, which we're all part of, but we play our part in our own local congregation and church family. And this is ours. Amen. And I love being part of it. I love being part of it with you guys. And, um, and so just want to remind us of those things. And one of the things I wanted to, to just be thankful for this morning is we get lots of great word ministry, I believe. I think we're well taught. We have uh, people who know the word and, and, and bring the word faithfully not just from the front, but across the church. There's discipleship that's happening all the time. Um, people doing that and taking the, the onus on themselves to do that and initiate that, which I love. There's, a, there's a, an apostolic foundation that we have here, which is a, an, a revelation of how Jesus wants to build his church in this place. We've had that from Kerry Jones and now Kerry has handed the responsibility of this work to David, and David has done a brilliant job in making sure those foundations are in place. And so we have... An, an appreciation of the word, we have an apostolic foundation and direction, and I believe we have prophetic vision and impetus. And those three things are really important. The word is first. The word is above all. Everything it comes under the umbrella of the word of God, the, the scripture, the truth of, of God, God's revealed truth to us. But then from that comes an apostolic insight and revelation of how the church is to be built in this place. The architectural drawings, the desire of how this house is going to be built and built on good foundations. That's the apostolic role. That's what David has has input into us. And then alongside the apostle is the role of the prophets to say, and this is where God is taking us. And so for us, we want to talk this morning about this being the church. This is the church. The apostolic instruction or, or reminder or statement at the beginning of the year, this is us, Bible believing, spirit filled, kingdom advancing. And then we also want to honor, as David did a few Sundays ago at Momentum, this is what God is saying to us as a church. And whether you've been coming along for a week or whether you've been coming on for 25 years, we are all in a, a part of this word together. Well, I love how David brought everybody into that word last time he shared with us. And so that's what we would like to do this morning is make it a bit interactive and pick that up. So I'm going to hand over to Will. Actually, sorry, before we do that, I'm just going to get you to, we're going to do a little bit of groupy stuff, which I know some people will really, will really dread. Which is why I waited till the very end to say it. But if we could just get into like, groups of four to six people. So if you are up for it and turning around and smiling at the person behind you, if everybody turns, then everybody's going to look to the back. So we have to make this work. <laughs> but groups of around four to six people, if you could just get yourself in a little... This is the only time you're allowed to get yourself in a holy huddle, okay? Introduce yourself to somebody around you.
1: Oh, 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 okie dokie then. We've all found some groups, found some friendly people. Okay, if you could just turn your attention back over this way for a moment, that would be great. So as Rich said, we are going to look at these three things of this is the church, this is us, and this is what God has said in light of what we've been considering over these last few weeks and months together. So if you have a note-taking device, whether that is physical paper or a phone or something on which you can make notes, that would be helpful at this point. So get that ready. It's worth saying that we have some note-taking paper on your left-hand side as you're coming through the, f- the front door. So if you ever need to take some paper to make notes with, you can grab a handy a 5 size bit of paper that you can make notes with and keep it in your Bible if that's of use to you, so you can grab one of those. But get your note-taking device ready. We are going to, could you pop the first slide up, please, Reuben? Okay, we're going to consider, these are the scriptures that Rich referenced last week when we talked about some more practical family values, as Rich mentioned earlier on this morning. But it would be helpful if you could make note of these references so that you can refer back to them in a moment when something very fun and interactive happens, okay? Be warned. So I am going to read these scriptures, and as you hear them read what would be good is, is if you could make a note of any key words or phrases that jump out to you and you would, you would say about these words or phrases, you know what, it's clear that the church really valued these things. This was a, this was a clear value for the church as we see described in these scriptures. You with me? With you. Great. So, first up, Luke 11 Verse 17, this might seem like quite a negative start, but there's a there's a key value in here if you all hear it, okay? So Luke 11 and verse 17 says, Knowing their thoughts, he told them, that's Jesus, he told them, every kingdom divided against itself is headed for destruction, and a house divided against itself falls. Okay, there's scripture about... A house that's divided, not standing strong. But on the flip side, you might think, oh, there's a really good value of the church there. I'm not going to say what it is. I'll leave that to you. Okay, next up, Matthew 16, verse 18 to 19. So as we go, just make a little note of any key words or phrases where you say, yep, this is definitely a value for the church. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 and 19 says... And again, this is Jesus. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the forces of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. And with a similar theme, we'll look at Matthew 18, verse 18 to 19. Which says, I assure you, whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. Again, I assure you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Pretty awesome. Next up, we're going to Acts 2, verse 42 to 47. Some of you will be able to recite these verses off by heart, I'm sure. They're very well-known verses for us. Acts 2, 42 to 47. Oh, we'll go from 41. Go on. Okay, so Acts 2 from verse 41 says, So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. That's the church. And they, again, this is the church, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayers. Then fear came over everyone, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and had everything in common. So they sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as anyone had a need. And every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And every day the Lord added to them those who were being saved. So you might have some little words or phrases that you're writing down that you would say the church clearly valued this. And then on to Acts chapter 4 and verses 32 to 34. And it says there, Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of his possessions were his own, but instead they held everything in common. And with great power the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was on all of them. For there was not a needy person among them, because all those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the proceeds of the things that were sold, and laid them at the apostles' feet. This was then distributed to each person as anyone had a need. And finally, I'm deliberately not saying too much because you'll have some great things you're writing down. Colossians chapter 3 and verses 10 to 17. God eats popcorn. Here it is. Anyone else do that? God eats popcorn? Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians? Yep. All the time, Alex. Me too. So Colossians chapter 3, verses 10 to 17. It says uh, from verse 9, Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his practices. And have put on the new man who is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of his creator. Here, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarium, I don't know how to say that word, Scythian. There's a lot of S's and C's there and Y's. Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. Therefore, God's chosen ones, holy and loved, put on heartfelt compassion kindness, humility, gentleness and patience, accepting one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so also you must forgive. Above all, put on love, the perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of the Messiah to which you were also called in one body control your hearts. Be thankful Let the message about the Messiah dwell richly among you, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom and singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So, wonderful verses about who the church, capital T, capital C, the the church at large, who the church is, things that, we could say, yeah, the church really valued, and you might have written something like unity or revelation, authority, the supernatural, agreement, power, devotion, food, togetherness, independence, gratitude, oh, sorry, interdependence, (laughs) gratitude, (laughs) that's like the opposite, isn't it? Uh, Growth, generosity, selflessness, prosperity, justice, equality, compassion, forgiveness, love, peace, relationship, or something else. But we clearly see that the church valued certain things. And so, if you've written those scriptures down, that will help you in case you need to refer back. But if you could pop up the next slide for us, Ruben. Okay, so this is where youth and other people with great technical prowess are going to come in super handy if you feel like you need a bit of technical support. So if you find yourself in a group and looking at the QR codes and the web address there, you think some help might might be good, then uh, please d- don't be embarrassed, but please raise your hand and somebody that knows how to do all sorts of QR and website things will come and join your group to help you because what we're going to do is we're going to submit our answers to the website on the screen here. And we're gonna see them all come up on the screen. Trust me, it's gonna be great, okay? so. Could you pop up a hand if you would like somebody to come and help your group with some technical support at this point? We're looking good, we're looking good. Okay, would somebody who understands well be able to help this group over here? Alex is on the way, great. Sorted, thanks guys, all good. There we go. What attributes of the church inspires you most? Feel free to discuss it in your group. Come to a consensus together. You can each submit your own answer per person if you'd like to. But have a little chat. You don't need to submit something right away. Just have a chat as a group and think about what inspires you the most. Which value most inspires you? Okay, so... Uh, As you might have heard me say, the more people submit a word, the bigger it grows. So the most people thought that unity was kind of the key value expressed in the church. Uh, Also togetherness and love. There may well, of course, be multiple words that have a similar meaning, which is fine. Um, But things like acceptance, compassion, that they were spirit-led, kindness, community, family, fellowship, support, Equality, devotion, authority, joy, worship, forgiveness. All of those things uh, we, we recognise as, as being valuable to the church. Lots of emojis were uh, of great value to the, to the early church 2,000 years ago. <laughs> Especially the explosion emoji, it seems. Interesting. Yeah, maybe that's kind of dynamism there. But yes, feel free to take a picture if you'd like, if, you, if you'd like that kind of picture on your phone, and you can have that. But this is just for us to consider, first of all, this is the church of which we are a part. And in the word, there are clear values that we see the church held. Um, and so it's just for us to, from our own point of view, be able to say, yeah, this is this is clearly a value. And we've demonstrated that on the screen here. So um, I don't know if anything happens if you click the view poll results, whether that makes any more easy for us to see or not? Or it just stays like that? That's fine, either way. But there we go. So, that's activity one and there's more to come, okay? So, I know, I know. I'm going to hand back to Rich and I'm going to talk about This Is Us.
0: Uh, Thank you for outfit coordination, whoever put that up. Thank you for noticing. Will and I were messaging furiously in the night, eyeing in various items and getting all ready for you. Um, So now rather than just looking at this is the church, to hone it down to this is us. And uh, if you were here at the start of the year, then you will know that David shared um, sort of a, a, a selection of messages that really describe who we are and what we really value. And, um, and those three things were Bible believing, being spirit-filled, and kingdom advancing. Bible believing, spirit-filled, and kingdom advancing. But as Living Rock Church, those are core values that we want to celebrate, remind ourselves of, lay hold of, devote ourselves to. We're not there yet, but we're going to keep being those things. Amen? So that was the encouragement that came from David. And so the next uh, little activity for you is to have a look at a list of 94 words. Uh, So if you could pop those up on the screen. Okay, this is not an eye test. (laughs) Um, 94 words that are up on the screen and uh, what we would like everybody in the room to do is submit three Tim, how's your left eye? Could you see okay with that one? And is it better with or without? (laughs) Um, We're going to uh, ask you once you've read through this list so it's going to take a little bit of digesting and reading three words that you feel best describe Living Rock Church okay? So this is us now now we didn't want it to be like all self-congratulatory and words like awesome, amazing, incredible, brilliant. Um, there are a di- there's a diverse range of words because we would like there to be a, some, some different opportunities to think about the church. And this is relevant to you if this is your first week, just your initial first impression, or if you've been coming along for ages. It doesn't matter. We would love to hear your views, your thoughts. This isn't being done for training purposes or anything like that. But we just think this is a helpful exercise in understanding who the church is in general and who we are at Living Rock Church and and what makes us who we are. So again, if you have a little chat around some of these things in your groups, understand some words have different meanings, relevance to different people, but if you can have a think, and if somebody, if you submit three words on your device, you can then submit three words for another person on the same device if that's helpful in your group. Does that make sense? So you can submit... Three, uh, so we need. Do we need the
1: um... when the when the next question comes up?
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Go forward. There you
1: go. On, this will be reflective of what's on your phone. To submit an answer, you need to scroll all the way to the bottom. It's once an you've alphab- once alphab- you've ticked your three words, scroll all the way to the bottom, and then click on submit or send. So we've, we've done, it is.
0: done an alphabetical list.
1: Are we able to keep the list, the bigger list, up whilst people are looking?
0: That's it, great. Yeah. So you
1: can look on the screen at all the words, and then in alphabetical order on your phone you can choose the words you'd like to submit. That's
0: helpful. You. Okay, so could you let me know if you feel like everybody in your group has submitted? Could you just raise your hand if you think your group has completed its task? Okay. That's fine. We were considering calling this morning, what three words? But we decided not to do that. (laughs) Is anybody still voting? Any group still typing? We good? Okay, should we have a look at the results? Because mine were Angular, Bohemian, and dark. Those are my three. So I'm hoping. Okay. Well, that's a good top three. Um, welcoming, family, community. Okay, that's that's. I'm very happy with those those words. We we did say when we chatted um, about this, a lot of these words are more generic. They're not sort of spiritual, biblical words because we thought the the biblical activity would bring those words out but this is more about words that are just general parlance that help to describe the words hopefully still have spiritual significance but we understand they are more kind of secular words if you like they could be about Asda couldn't they or uh, well not welcoming family and community but you know what I mean no I love Asda okay can we just scroll down a little bit more so we've got caring joyful passionate authentic inclusive getting nervous now <laughs> Inspiring, diverse, genuine, warm, accessible, lively, creative, humble, oh, thank you very much. Relevant, oh, that's the church, not me, I know. Energetic, happy, vibrant, visionary. Wonderful, that's, that's great, thank you. Um, I'm very disappointed Bohemian didn't make it in the top. Can we just see if Bohemian did make it? Complex, oh, like a fine red. Old and wise, that's Will and me. Will is wise, I'm old, cheeky, that's Will, hipster, inward, okay, predictable, oh, predictable, who knew we were doing this this morning, we put predictable up there, one person knew that we were, oh, bohemian, all right, that's great, over to you Will.
1: Okay. That was me, Rich. Knowing we were doing this, I did predictable, actually. <laughs> All right. So, interesting, isn't it? Interesting and fun, isn't it? Interesting and fun. Wonderful. So, we're going to get a little more personal now. I mean, that felt quite personal anyway. But um, we're going to get a bit more personal because God has, in, in the context of this is the church. And this more specifically is is us, is Living Rock Church. God has spoken some very clear words to us, which at Momentum, David reminded us of, or you might have heard them for the first time, words that have come to us and that we believe are significant and still being fulfilled among us and are specific and that they are timely for such a time as this. So I am going to read these four words and the question this is not a submit on your phone thing as i'm i'm afraid i know we've been having fun with that haven't we but um the question i would just like you to consider is what are we reaching for when you hear these four words what would you say that that we're reaching for and and how do you personally feel challenged to be a part of our reaching for it okay does that make sense yeah. great so this is what God has said. The words are going to come up on the screen here and I will read them for you. I've got the words. Okay. So, number 1, go into the countryside and villages and bring in my sheep. Okay? That's a word that came to to David many years ago and that we still believe is relevant, significant for us today. Okay? So it's a word about villages. The next word is a word, uh, we'll just put one word to kind of summarise, an Antioch word, if you like. You will be an Antioch church, building up and branching out. You will be a people who will nurture, develop and recognise new ministries. Ministries which you will then send out, not just to other countries of the world, but across this country. You will send ministries to developing churches, which you will plant, and to established works which you will strengthen. You will send these ministries, some for a season, and some will be planted out from you. So a really quite specific and direct word for us, um, about which you, you might think I, I feel stirred and challenged and to, to play a part in the, the outworking of this word. So just be considering that. The next word is about us being a haven. This house is a house of my supernatural presence. For you will be known throughout this community and nation as a house where God himself is dwelling. For you need to understand that the house I'm speaking of isn't contained within these four walls, but it's you. Some hallmarks of this house will be righteousness, joy, prosperity, blessing and health. For the health I'm speaking of is a haven of health. It's a health that hasn't been seen or demonstrated yet. For I'm enlarging your thinking, says the Lord, and expanding your vision. And it starts with a surrendered life. For the things that I said to you, I cannot do unless you first surrender all to me. For it will not be what you will achieve in this place, but what I will achieve through you. Amen. I guess a big amen from me. Um, Just... Personally, in my own kind of response to this word, um, you will have seen an email from me on, on Friday and will hopefully know, if not, I'm going to let you know right now, that at the start of June, we are calling the church to a time of fasting and prayer, specifically on Wednesday the 7th of June, and for those that would like to be involved for longer, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I believe that it is at such a time as this, that we need to surrender all to God and contend for the health that he's speaking about. So for me, the two reasons for calling the church to fast and pray is consecration and contending, if you want two words that are easy to remember. But it's that we surrender all in fasting and in prayer, and that we then contend for this word that God has spoken over us, that as we come into a a new season of, of life and of health in every aspect of that word, that we do something of faith and action in response to this word that God has spoken to us. So that's a a, a real-life example of here's what God has said, here's how it stirs me, and here's how I'm sort of playing my part, that we can all be a part of that. So that's the haven of health word. And finally, a word about wildflowers. I am bringing you into a new phase. I will give you seed to sow that will bring forth wildflowers. I will add people to you that will be seen as wild by others. It will change the whole church. You will no longer be of one type of people, but I will add many from the working classes and from the wealthy classes. And the whole thing will not be sectioned, but there will be one garden and there will be great symmetry. One beautiful garden. And you will have all that is needed for the new phase. I will add ministries to you who will help you care for all the types of people I am giving you. And you need to be planning for a building that is twice the size because the church will be twice as large. In the phase ahead, you will build what is in your heart and what is in your heart to do. And what I'm calling you into will require resources of great measure, more money than you have ever had, greater resources than ever before. But wealth will come from those I am adding to you. Again, wonderful word which gets a big amen from me. And when that word came again at Momentum, there was a call from Andrew, who is a prophetic ministry, a prophetic gift to us as a church. And he said, we need to respond to this right now. Tim came and, and gave some money towards a, a building fund, essentially, in response to the, the second half of this word. There was a very visible demonstration of, here's the word, we believe that we're going to do something with the word. So just some examples of how, we're responding. And also just to say that we are seeing the fruits of all of these words in and through the church already. There's there's great fruit of these words. People who are experiencing the haven of health that Living Rock Church is. But we're also reaching for, for so much more in all of these words. And so that really is the question: is what are we reaching for? And how do you feel challenged to play your part? So consider that question, talk about it in your groups, and if somebody would, would like to, to give a response on behalf of their group, you don't all have to. That will also take a very, very long time. But if there are just a few people that you would uh, like to say, this is what we're, we're saying about this, I'll come to you with a mic and we'll just hear your thoughts about this question. So have a chat and we'll come to you in a moment. Would you mind just popping each word up for 20, 30 seconds each just to have a little look again?
0: Good for another. I think we're good till about half past. Yeah. So maybe another one or two minutes to chat, and then we'll yeah.
1: do a lot of like, and I'll just. Do. All right. Just going to give you sixty seconds to wrap up your conversation. One more minute.
0: Joining in today, anyway. I know it's like if you've been out of things and then coming in, it must be a bit a bit weird. But <laughs> So, how do I pronounce your name properly? Because that's the first time I've heard your name.
2: Um, Chioma.
1: Chioma. Okay. Just draw your conversation to a close then. I think probably the easiest way to do this is to say that we would love to just hear from four or five people. Uh, therefore, if you, if you really feel like I'd love just to share what we were talking about as a group, come and join me down at the front here and we'll just hear from a handful of people. Person number six, I will probably turn you away, I'm afraid. So if the first five people want to come down here and share something, if we get no people, I will go and choose five people who, who will, will share some things. So just a few people come down the front and we'll hear what your group thought. Christopher Vesey, thank you ever so much. Hewitt. One, two, three. One or two more? Anyone from over this side? Great, anyone from over this side? Russ? Greg. Okay, great. Okay, Chris, what are we reaching for and how do you personally feel challenged to play your part?
3: We were saying in our group that I think the the wildflowers idea of having a church that is available for everybody, whatever your background story, that, that actually we value that those differences and actually coming together was really important. The haven, I think, as well was the other big one for us. That there's a number of us in the group that have. Come to the church and just valued that ability to just be together, relax, calm, feel peace, feel supported, feel encouraged, and not having to kind of like strive for something or kind of a do something or achieve something, but just be was just really powerful. So they're the two big ones.
1: Wonderful. Is there a way that you personally feel challenged to play your part in seeing those words at work even more?
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, certainly for Helen and I personally, I commit to things right now publicly, is that helpful? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, I think I think, what, what, I think, we definitely feel challenged to, to look at the, the wildflowers word especially. I think that for all of us, I think all of us have, we have a uniqueness of something to bring, a ministry, a gifting, something about us that's special that will contribute to the church. I think that especially speaks to us. Fantastic.
1: Thank you. You may be seated, Chris. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Russ, coming to you. Same question, different answer,
4: presumably. Um, Surrendered life to Jesus, I think putting Jesus first, uh, brings it all together. Uh, So surrender your life. Um, We're all different, we've all got a part to play and um, we can all do something to bring these people in. I wanna see a bigger church, I wanna see more people here. And the wildflowers, God has all given us a handful of seed, I believe. And we can sow that seed. And uh, the wildflowers could be in our street, could be in our families, could be in our friends, our workplaces. Um, sow that seed. But it comes from a, a surrendered life, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Get in your word. Read your word. <laughs> Pray. Pray for these people. God has given us a big responsibility for the people around us. And uh, we've got to step up sometimes. And, uh, and don't be lacking. You know, Be strong and surrender your life.
1: Wowza. Thanks, Russ. Nick, come over this way.
2: I've changed places because <laughs> you said it all, actually, because uh, it was the surrendered life that yeah. we. It's very difficult, really, surrendering your life, I think, in many ways, because we don't actually realize how much we rely on ourselves and other people and don't turn to the real person who we can surrender our lives to. Um, what was the other thing we said? <laughs> sorry. How you feel your part? Oh, okay, oh sorry. yes, it was um, I think as a church, looking out for others and people who are new is absolutely vitally important. And that's all part of making the ch- making the church I'm sorry, I've forgotten exactly what we were gonna say. It's age, you know. <laughs>
5: Um, so for us, w- without repeating hopefully what's, what's already gone, um, what are we reaching for? Growth. Um, daily addition. Uh, that's what the word has promised us, and that's what the word that David's brought over us as well. So um, growing, growing the church uh, um, and bringing those sheep in, but also equipping people practically in terms of the building and practical things, but also equipping spiritually uh, for growth as well. Um, what's our part in this? Um, to be prepared to be stirred if God's stirring you to reach out branch out go out then you know listen to that stirring um for for us it's just Kay and I we've not long been here really so we're not stirred to go anywhere but we were stirred to come here but we were stirred to come here to support and equip and enable others to be planted out, so you could be stirred to be a a part of the support mechanism that enables those who are stirred to go, to be able to do that uh, and to go fully, fully equipped. Fantastic. Thank you, Greg.
6: Hewitt. In effect, we embraced all of those challenges in the words that have come to the church. Uh, but Jesus says, this is how you should pray. Our Father, who is in heaven, holy be your name, your kingdom come. Yeah, that's right. And his kingdom has to come in everybody here. His kingdom has to come in me, in you. And when it's seen in each of us, his kingdom will come. John 14, 6 says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. There's only one way. And that way sees that his kingdom come. And the way is his kingdom to come in every one of us. And when it does, those words will be accomplished here. Seek first his kingdom. And... His righteousness and his kingdom will come.
1: Fantastic. Thank you. Ian, can you give it to me in 20 to 40 seconds? I can. Yeah, great. I can.
7: Um, so, I really believe our home is a haven. Wherever we live, your home is a haven of health for your neighbors. You are God's address where you live. So, when God begins to move yeah. on people, they know where to come because you live there. And we've lived in the cul-de-sac that we live in now for 26 years. And four weeks ago, one of our neighbors that we've sort of known and helped out, and she came and she knocked our door because she'd been going through some tough times. So we invited her in, and we sat with her and listened to her. And then she shared, and then we shared what Jesus has done in our lives. And basically she said, I want that. So we said, well, do you want to receive Jesus? She said, I do. So we led her to the Lord. She cried. She gave her life to Christ. She's not ready to come here yet, but we're meeting with her regularly every week and we're discipling her in our home. So our home is a haven. Your home is a haven. And as people are being shaken all around us, they know where to come because you are there. You are in the villages. You live in the villages. I don't need to walk the villages. I live there. They know where we are. You are God's address.
2: For our group, it was the wire flowers. And we came to the conclusion it's a heart attitude that we
0: have to love first without any preconceptions, without any
2: discrimination. And we have to do it on the outside of these walls, not just on the inside. It has to be our way of life. We've all been given seeds. I honour what Russ said. It was spot on. It came exactly as ours.
0: We have all been given seeds. We've got to spread them and sow them.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Brenda.
0: So just for the final hour. (laughs) Every time. Now, that's it. That's what we wanted to share. Um, One one thing was... um, What we would love to do next Sunday, well, what we will be doing next Sunday is worshipping. The children will be in for the whole gathering, but we would love to make space for testimonies. And in fact, you've just done an example of that in in talking about a haven, somebody coming into your home, being saved. We would love to hear testimonies, particularly where the fulfillment of these words you're starting to see the evidence of in your own life, in our own lives. Um, Had a chat with Marie and line you up, Marie since you've been coming here, you've known an increase in health. Your health has improved. Um, it's because you've been brought into a haven. This is, this is the haven. And I know you're part of that haven for others. Um, so for us to consider that, and this is for our children as well, who have asked Alex and Lisa to, to speak to parents. This isn't just about adults. This is across the board. As a church, I know we have testimonies um, of the beginning of the fulfillment of these Um, these prophetic words in particular but anything that God's been doing in your life that you would love to share that would inspire encourage and bless we would love to make space for that you can do those you can uh, log those on the website Um, so if you just jump on the website on the livingrock.church website you can um, put in your testimonies there Um, do you want to say anything you look like you're ready to pounce
1: just uh if you go to livingrock.church forward slash church life you might have heard about it (laughs) There is a button there It says submit a testimony yeah. or send a testimony or something. But it, you can write in a testimony there and we will then be able to see, oh, there's 16 testimonies. Let's have a think about how we can best facilitate that next Sunday as we will worship together with those. So find the button on the Church Life page, submit to testimony. That's
0: or or alternative, speak to us and we'll line you up. So thank you so much for taking part this morning and being engaged. We really appreciate it. Can I just ask you to place your hand very briefly on the brother or sister in an appropriate way next to you. We're going to bless one another. Lord, we just speak a blessing. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would reinforce more than ever our unity. Jesus, it was your prayer for your church that we would be united, that we would be unified together in the way that you and the Father are united. And so we pray for unity. We pray a blessing over one another. And Holy Spirit, we ask for a joining of heart more than ever before and that you'd minister to our brother and sister everything that they need at this time for your glory, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Enjoy tea and coffee and uh, join us in the connect.
5: Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.